What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome. To the 241st episode of the Shattered yeah. Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk. It's time to party. Always, is my friend Wink. Wink, are you ready to party? Oh, yeah! I am. How's it going, buddy? Not too shabby. Not well, too shabby. That's what I like not, to hear. I have a short-term memory. I'm like a goldfish, and we've talked about this many times anything, on this podcast. Man. I don't remember that JC that Hell just happened. Yeah. I'm just completely forgot it by now, and I don't care anymore. So here we are, ready to have some f- actual fun. You're and, such uh, a damn professional. Smuggle. I love it. I I, I was going to say I'd do this for a living. I definitely don't, but that would be nice. Anyways. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying patreon.com slash shattered order if you want to see us for a living. I believe me, you guys we, don't. We but might actually watch the Clone Wars if we did this for a living. If we did this for a living, I would start watching the Clone Wars tomorrow and ha- I'd have it knocked out in two weeks <laughs> for sure. So, um, we have speaking a- of parties, I asked if you were ready to party. We came up with something that we should probably just say right off the jump about next week's podcast. Uh, we should. So yeah. Why don't um, you let everyone know what the plan is for next week? Well, before we even start this week, okay. tell everyone what the plan is. Episode 242 will be very visual. There will it, it will be the regular podcast. It'll be up. But just know, it may be an episode. If you've never watched an episode, it will be one to consider watching on the Twitch or the YouTube. I will... I know we're terrible about getting them on the YouTube. I promise it will be on the YouTube. Um, here's what we're going to do. Episode 242 is a mod party, all right? So here's what we're going to do. We are going to go through our roster. We're going to talk about an just absolutely insane amount of characters. Talk about modding strategies. Prioritizing how high they should be prioritized. What sets you should go with them. What... you. We're just going to, it is going to be Mod El Fiesta. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited. GMP okay, desperately needs to stop this. you real quick. Okay. Did you say El Fiesta? El Fiesta. It is going to did be you, the party. Did you say, did you put the masculine in front of the feminine on purpose as a joke? I don't believe Fiesto is a word, is it? It's not. You said El Fiesto. If it's fiesta, I said you start it with la, la fiesta. Oh, really? I'm, dude, I do not speak <laughs> Spanish. 
I want. I to live say, very close to the border. I'm just saying. No, so hopefully here, that's correct the because there are those words where L goes in front of a word that ends with A. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Lafayette. Hey, shout out to Carl <laughs> Let's Play. Uh, Drunk in the UK. I like it, my man. Good to see you in the chat, buddy. Um, yeah, so I like to say El Fiesta. I don't know if it's right. I don't know if it's wrong. I also do not care because for me, El Fiesta itself together is is my term for partying. So anyway, All right. um, episode <laughs> 244 bad, will be the Mod El Fiesta and it will be fantastic. So make sure you guys come hang out. Come check out the live stream because it will be great. We will be, we'll have both of our screens up. We'll be going back and forth. We'll be talking about mods. I'll be showing you guys my mods. GMP will be showing you his mods. We'll be talking about characters. We'll be checking the speeds. We'll be seeing if we have the right sets on them. We'll be talking about like what the priorities are. And not only that, but very soon we're going to have an awesome announcement. Um, I would like to give a shout out to Joker and a big thank you to Joker who is working with us to make this announcement yes. happen. It's going to be been wor- Here's the thing and I'd like to say this too. Yes. Me and you have been so busy and crazy about uh, lately that he's been working behind the scenes has a whole thing almost fully fully set up and just needs Pretty impressive. He, it's pretty impressive. When we get this going, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And, uh, it's, it's something you guys have been asking for for a very long time. We need... I mean, people ask us all the time about mods. Uh, just so, so much stuff. So we're, we've got resources coming. We're very excited about it. Um, and it's all thanks to Joker, honestly. It's... I mean, you guys... It, it's really great. Um, well... Okay, Joker doesn't mind if we give some hints. So I'll give you a hint. Um, only fans. <laughs> uh, only fans, yeah. Um, there are resources out there to figure out how to mod any character. But there is no resource out there on the internet where you can go and figure out how the Shattered Order would mod a character. True. And I mean every character. Any character you want. Um, over 150 saying, of them over 150 <laughs> of them so uh it's yeah uh it'll be pretty awesome so hopefully we'll have an announcement about that soon it's something we're working on trying to find time things have been crazy obviously uh but um got some great stuff coming some great resources it's gonna be a lot of fun mod party episode 242 come hang out play the play swaga with us get your roster out as we do that um, it's, it's going to be awesome. It'll, it'll be a great chance for you guys to learn, to dig into your own roster and hear us just talk about characters and, you know, you may not be at the same point we are with characters and that's totally fine. It's not going to matter because you might be light years ahead of me. You, you <laughs> might be like, totally fine too. You I might be ahead of GMP. You might be ahead of me. You might be behind us, but that's not going to matter for what we're going to talk about because one thing's for sure. Everyone's going to want my game guard modding tips. Oh, that's, I mean, that's obviously true. Yeah. The only person I know. Your Gammy G is mod- pretty legit, man. The only person I know with a modded or relic game guard besides me is Darth Molly. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's a pretty short list. Wait, doesn't, um, 
Doesn't good old Maurice have one? Does he? What, was it? Well, was it I know he's a smart guy, so he probably does. The, there, there's some, there's someone else in the community as one. But anyway, um, anyway, oh. that's gonna be awesome. So, so next thing we'd like to talk about is another Ooh. awesome podcast. Uh, and we talked the about it last week. Is finally out. We had talked about it last week. It was releasing on Tuesday. It released on Tuesday, and that's the Fire Pit Podcast, uh, which is hosted by. One of our Patreons, Zizer, who's awesome. He doesn't go by Zizer on the podcast. He goes by Josh. So on their yep. podcast, his name's Josh. And Hangs out in our Discord on... a lot, too. Like, if yes. you hang out on our Discord, you've surely you've seen, seen him. him around. So so we were on there. The episode's released. Uh, we want to play. We've got permission from the three hosts to play you a little snippet of uh, one of the skits we did for their podcast. Basically, the skit's about... Swaga, so they thought it'd be funny. We thought it'd be funny, all of us, that the to play that clip on this episode to kind of tease that their entire um, um, episode of their podcast, and just to tell you to go go check it out. So we're gonna play oh, that now. Also, uh, language warning. So, well, if you were in the GAC podcast, I've already blown yours out on that one. Well, so. that's true. <laughs> Fair. All right, here it goes. All right, let's hear it. You know that in the game they call them hollow tables, right? I mean, why couldn't we use something like that? Nope, stop, stop. I only agreed to this because of holodeck. Do not take this from me. Jesus, Dan, seriously, it's your turn. Pay attention. I think he's still reading the ability description. I, I just, I don't, I, I, damn it. Like, why do I need an engineering degree to play this goddamn game? What the hell is prepared? And then why are there like five Han Solos? Just push a button on the bottom right. It's really not that hard. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm, I'm so confused. What the hell is a Juhani? I don't understand any of these references. <laughs> are you guys all right? This is so stupid. My blue bar is gone. Does that mean I'm dead? Uh, please tell me I'm dead. This is stupid. Mm, not quite. That's your protection. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got one you might understand. It's your shields. Oh, okay. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> Holy shit! That actually hit! I think I got this game figured out now, guys. What, what'd you do? I used Tom's credit card. Wait, what? <laughs> Nothing. Just know that we're winning now. See? You finally figured it out. Now, if you can get your debuffs stacking correctly, you might stand a chance. Someday. <laughs> but definitely not today. <laughs> well, lucky for me, I don't believe in a no-win scenario. Don't get cocky, kid. Wait, where's Josh? Haha! <laughs> 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 Got you! What? I, God damn it, Josh, why'd you attack me? I'm on your team! Dude, did he just betray his own teammate? Uh, how'd he betray his teammate? Uh, that doesn't seem like it should be possible. Josh, what the hell? Why are you over on their side now? Um... Oh, whatever. I'm out. and podcast is yours. <laughs> Just you and me now, Thompson. Well, you, me, and them. Strike me down, and I'll become more powerful than you can possibly... <laughs> I think I'm dead? Yeah, I'm definitely dead. I, uh, wink. I, I don't think they get how any of this works. Just go with it. They'll, they'll be gone in no time. So, 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 so what do we talk about, guys? Guess strategy, theory crafting, big tips? See, I listen to you guys. I'd be a great third personality. Uh, no. 
You're on the other team. But, but my loyalty is totally to you guys. Hell, that's the only reason I started this whole podcast thing. So, like, I could find some excuse to hang out with you guys. You're just, you know, you're so awesome. And um, if you want to be on this podcast, just say the word. I'll help you kick the other guys out. Um, stand over there for just one second. Over here? Over here? Sure. Yeah, whatever. And there it is! Not that this hasn't been uh, interesting. You guys can go now. Well, okay. Well, uh, I guess you guys are the proud owners of an Ohio-based podcast. Is that where we're at? Working with Punk's time zone is hard enough, let alone Ohio. Yeah, I didn't realize you guys were in Ohio. Screw that. You, uh, you can keep it. Wait, wait, wait! So, um, you guys want to do another guest spot sometime? No. no. Uh, probably not. How about a crossover episode? I would totally be down to be on your... No! <laughs> I think my favorite So that was fun. Is... Who wants tacos? You know what? God damn it, Josh. Tacos actually do sound good. Yeah, damn it. Let's go get some tacos, guys. I think my favorite part of that was... In... I think I figured out this game. I started using Tom's credit card. Uh, good stuff so they they have a bunch of different little skits that's one of the skits in there and then of course we talked about empire strikes back we watched the movie there are some clips of us like actually watching the movie so like we talked about the show before and then we watched the movie and chatted the whole time we watched it and like literally the whole time i hardly remember watching the movie but we commented on it the whole time it was pretty funny yeah. And all those cl- a bunch of clips from our comments on the movie are in the podcast. It's pretty great. The whole yep. thing's great. So go check it out. If you want to check it out, uh, search the Fire Pit Podcast on all your podcast apps. Make sure you put podcast in the end. Then it pops up at the very beginning. It's got a picture of Fire Pit. It says Fire Pit Podcast hosted by Josh, Tom, and... Um, Josh. Josh, Tom, Dan. Dan. How oh, do I forget my own name? Thought, Josh, Tom, yeah. and Dan. So, Yeah. Go check it out. It's awesome. Yes. Very good. And of course, links in the description. So make sure you go hit that button, hit the subscribe button. Uh, they they would certainly appreciate it. Uh, very solid stuff. They've covered a lot of movies. So go back and check out their other episodes. Uh, by the way, I own trivia. No. <laughs> go, yeah. I own trivia. Just saying. That was definitely your... Not, uh, to, not, to, not to spoil anything. And I, I mean... Not only do I own trivia, but I also own some really fantastic Manscaped products, um, which I absolutely do not regret. Amazing. Um, Which brings us to our next point. Uh, You know, it's springtime. Fires are blooming. Grass is growing. You know, it's time to chop up the weeds, trim things up a little bit. Thanks to our sponsors over at Manscaped. You can trim things nice, safely, and very efficiently. And we're talking about the trimmers, the uh, the the uh, lawnmower 3.0. It's pretty amazing. Not to mention that, but the weed whacker to get those nose and uh, ear hairs. Very important. They're the global leaders in men's above the waist grooming and well above the waist and below the waist grooming um and they have an exclusive offer with us of course 
Use the promo code SOP. You'll get 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com. Over 2 million men trust Manscaped to make sure that the shrubbery is nice and pristine for their very significant other. I mean, would would Anakin really, like, do you think Padme would have been down for that if, you know, Anakin wasn't at least a little trimmed up? You know that lightsaber probably <laughs> probably worked a little bit like a like the lawnmower. Not not quite as good, quite more quite a bit more dangerous. I don't think I'd go that route, but that that's why you have the lawnmower 3.0, right? Yes. Totally. Sure. 100%. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, once you have one about the perfect package. I don't want to. I want to say spring has sprung and Manscaped has the best tools to get you ready. They're global leaders in men's below the waist grooming and have forever changed the grooming game with their amazing products. I agree. I remember like about a year and a half ago seeing their stuff, other people promoting their stuff and thinking to myself, I need to try this. And I'm telling you what, in a year and a half since they first start, I first started, saw them, they've only come out with even better things, even better products. Yep. Lawnmower is already at the 3.0, which means Oof. three different iterations already to yep. the perfect product for all your trimming needs. So, uh, yeah, if you've heard about their Weed Whacker, that's their one of their newer things. Uh, the nose and ear hair trimmer providing proprietary skin-safe technology will help prevent nicks, snags, and tugs on those delicate holes. Uh, no more gross nose hairs flying in the wind. I'm telling you, dude, if you have a... If you have a mustache, sometimes they just start tr- intertwining Dude, in the mustache, and it's terrible. It, not only that, but it's springtime. Freaking, if you have bad allergies and you're blowing your nose all the time, you've got to trim the nose hairs. Dude, that it thing's just, been a lifesaver in it's March. It's so Feed much whack, easier, everything. man. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so, yeah. Uh, speaking of incredible hygiene, Manscaped's Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver are the perfect add-ons for oh, smelling like yeah, fresh spring are. flowers. And Woo. speaking of smelling fresh, ladies love everything. the flowers. Just saying. Complete your grooming game with this spring with the new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. This stuff is mm. legit. And if you're, it'll have you smelling like royalty. If you have not tried it out their cologne, even if you don't like want to use any of their other products because you use something else or you do something else. Their cologne is awesome. Like, yeah. I love that thing. You can always be smelling better. So I'm going to need some more soon. Um, good stuff. If you're interested in any of their products, we've talked about the perfect package, which can get you all the stuff, almost all mm-hmm. the stuff in one good package uh, to get you oh, started. Yeah. You can go check that out. But if you're interested in any of that, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code SOP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping. With the code SOP at manscaped.com. Smell good, feel good this spring. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Hot damn, it's time to talk about what we did in Swoga. Dude, I am. I can sniff. Jedi Master Luke Skywalker from this close. So he how smells close nice, are you? And I think how? he uses uh, I think he uses refined cologne. I'm just saying. 
How close I am mean, I? I am very close. I only he have probably does. I, I, I have, don't know. Like I, I know in the EU, Luke had a wife, but did Hermit like? It's not even called that anymore. It's not even canon anymore. Expanded for, universe. For Mar- well, it's called Legends now. Oh, Legends. But Whatever. yes, it was you. You are correct. Mara Jade is her name, actually. Yes. And um, I'm just saying, it seems like there are two realities. There were two parallel universes that just, you know, things worked out a little bit different in the two of them. I know where you're in going. one of them, one there was... In one of well, not only that, I was going to say in one of them there was refined cologne. That's where he met Mara Jade, obviously. And in the other, there there was not sadly, and he did not find Mara Jade because he smelled like shit. So, just saying, (laughs) that's why Um, he went to a planet by himself. That's Uh, why he went to a planet by himself. Yes, Drew wants a percentage, except for something that squirted out blue milk out of its tits. Which look tasty, you, by the way. I'm not judging, but you know, whatever else. Man. Anything else before I go on? I'm pretty. You want drunk, to talk about so any more tits? I I probably. I'll be honest. I don't know where this episode's going to go. I'm pretty drunk, so I, I, we're we're, we'll we're already saucy. Apparently, oh yeah, um, yeah, and we're gonna pour more. Drew wants idea. to know what percent uh, I am from JML, and Jamals. obviously, this is just a guess and. Since I have maths, I have awesome math skill. I'm going to say I am. Oh. I'm sitting at a 92 percent right now. That's probably. Oh, so you're you're pretty close. I have. So here's what I have left. I need to get wedge. I have two more pieces of gear to get wedge to gear 13. Then he needs three relic levels. RJT okay. needs uh, six relic levels. Three PO okay. or Chupio needs. Uh, four relic levels. Obi Wan needs four relic levels, and then Wedge will need. Or I might only need. Actually, I only need four people to get relic levels now. So I'm right at the. You're pretty place. close, then. Okay. And it's actually been really quick with the farming of the green, uh, because I also finished. Uh, what's his face this week? Moff Gideon. So I've been farming, going back to farming the incomplete signal data which is the green oh, yeah. one, which is all I really needed to get these people up. So uh, hopefully Baller. by next week, I'll be right there about to start Jedi Master Luke Skywalker, if not earlier in this week, and uh, already having shards before the next podcast. So I am freaking stoked, dude. You're, you're close, uh, man. So That's close. awesome. I'm, I'm pretty happy for you. That's pretty exciting stuff. Uh, okay. I'm actually at the point where I'm thinking about what I'm going to do next as far as gearing Ooh. goes. Because once I get, that, once I, I'm almost to having we, uh, Wedge at gear 13, which will mean I am free for gear. So now I got to figure out what, what, what the hell I'm doing. So interesting. We'll, we'll talk about this next week um, on modding El Fiesta. Um, <laughs> Judge all you want. I don't care. Um, I we'll, we'll talk about this because that that's actually something that's super important to discuss. Like, what the hell do you do whenever you finish a Galactic Legend? 
you always go after the next Galactic Legend because you probably don't have all of them, but is that the best way to build your roster? I don't think so. I went straight oh. after... <laughs> Here's the thing. I say I don't think so, but the the thing I did after Slicker really didn't get me a character that I've even used or even geared. What'd you do after Slicker? I went straight after Mandalorian characters to get Beskar Mando. <laughs> Not a bad I, idea. I have him. He's on my roster. I think he's still in the gear nine or ten. So okay, if you're not going to gear him, maybe not worth it. I guess <laughs> I've never you seen didn't him need, use him on a GAC. You stream. didn't need once. <laughs> you did not even like the characters to get him. You didn't need to gear very far though, so couldn't have been that big of an expense. But I didn't know that when I was gearing them because the requirements weren't out. So I was gearing them, not even knowing that there was something coming. Thinking, if something's coming, I'm going to have to have these guys geared at a relic level uh, to get it. I don't know why you're slapping your forehead. Literally everything that comes out these days needs a relic level. So uh, it wasn't that far off of a decision. Uh, the only, this is, uh, Beskar Mando was the first thing to come out in a year and a half that didn't require relic levels. I mean, I see your point, but still. Okay, so what gear level are your IG-11 and Quill, for example? Well, I got them all to gear 12 before... The only ones I got to gear, to Relic was Cara Dune and um, Mando. So I have Mando and, and Cara Dune at Relic levels. Grief hey, is gear 11. Those are... IG-11 those and Quill. Those are two good ones to have. Yeah, okay. IG-11 and Quill are probably gear 9, gear 10, so... Okay, I, I'm not really going to argue with that because Cardoon's awesome. I love Cardoon. Uh, She's great. And she, she fits right. Yeah, I already is. have a relic for my Mon Mothma squad, which works out perfectly. So Yeah. Um, which I'm going to talk about here in a second. But um also have video to show you guys if you're in, in the stream. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all that happened this week is more gearing. A lot of relic levels I added. I uh, finished... Excuse me. I finished Biggs to gear 13 and got him as relic levels for the uh, for Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. And yeah. Oh, the other, I far less exciting. I've got, uh, I finished the farm for Resistance Hero Poe, which really doesn't mean much because he's on the same node as Admiral Piet and Piet is still not six stars yet. So yeah, I'm just going to have a lot of extra potions. Dude, Piet's a fucking baller man that guy's so good i yeah. like him a lot are you honestly this was the last thing i'll say for my week and then you can go on to yours i am thinking about just going hard on empire characters after uh um what empire characters are you talking about specifically a imperial troopers and b some of the other empire that i don't have uh geared overall imperial troopers are effing fantastic you will not regret it they are a shitload of fun yeah oh, but i'm thinking there. like okay other things hey, like hold on, uh, hold on hold on i i usually keep myself from swearing i just want to say right now if you're listening with children this might not be the best episode because i've been drinking i'm still drinking i mean keep i say going we've down been dropping road a lot of debauchery in the last 10 minutes um, nah, i don't know where the rest of the episode's going so just just saying um but yeah, I'm thinking characters. Uh, yeah, Imperial Troopers, Grand Moff Tarkin, 
uh, Stormtrooper, a lot of those characters. Yeah, man. I, I don't disagree. Dark Trooper when I can start farming him. Yeah, yeah. cannot wait for that shit. Um, the Imperial Remnant characters are going to be fucking fantastic. I'm pretty excited for whatever else is coming with them. Uh, I mean, we've got Gideon, Death Trooper, Stormtrooper, Dark Trooper. Uh, Dark Trooper is about to be, av- or it is available now, is it? I don't it's not remember. available now. I just moved to Chromiums and uh... Chromiums. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, Chromiums. Dark... When's the last time you bought a Chromium? Have you ever bought I would... a Chromium? Well, here's the deal. Could Bad Batch be leading to the next Imperial Remnant character? I think Bad Batch is leading to another Bad Batch character, to be honest. And I'm falling into that full... Interesting. Full in. Okay. Um, Hey, Rock, what's going on, buddy? Good to see you here. I like it. Um, I... We'll talk about it when we get to the Bad Batch. And I'll tell you what I mean. But I... Okay. Fair enough. I got some notes inside of when we talk about the kits that kind of are leading to this question, so uh, we'll get to it. But how was your week? What'd you do? I moved my arena payout. You, you told me that. That is actually, I it did. may seem like a small thing, but that does a lot to your game. It's so kind of crazy. The, I, okay, so I want to talk about this for a brief minute because it's kind of important. You get to change your arena payout twice in a one-year period every 365 days so if you've not changed your arena payout and you have some available one thing you can do is you can get your payouts move a payout back or to being two hours later collect your payouts again move it back that is a great way if you just love your the way your payouts work out that's a great way to get an extra you know Maybe 900 crystals if you finish first, um, back to back in a day. For me, my payout was 10 o'clock p.m. and 11 o'clock p.m. for fleet and regular arena. I moved them up to four and five o'clock. Holy smokes! Yeah, you that was I'm swing. Uh, I'm at the point where. I'm starting to care way less about Arena. It's just, eh. And Relicate General Kenobi, I can auto so many fleet battles. I have three Galactic Legends. I can auto a lot in Arena. Um, like, I can just grab my phone during the day, find a battle, hit it, hit auto, be done. I'm tired of being on my phone when I'm at home. I am sick and tired of it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't want to do it anymore. So... For me, it was kind of like, I'm either going to quit playing Swaga, or I'm going to change my arena payout and see how that works. So, I'm changing my arena payout. Well, the, and, the big, honestly, one of the bigger things there is, you're about to be very busy at home. I'm a, yeah, well, I've been insanely busy. Um, no, you're about to way, be busy, busy. If you well, think you're busy now, wait until you have a newborn. No, 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 I, yeah, I know. And that's part of why I'm so busy now. Uh, if you check our DIY channel, I've been working on my back porch, getting that stained and getting that clear coated and trying to get like all these small projects I have going on in the house. I'm trying to get all this crap finished because the wife's due in October. I'm going to have a kid and 
I'm I need to get I need to get stuff done until then and honestly I want to come home I want to take my phone I want to go put it away and I want to not see the damn thing for like three hours I'm I am so freaking excited about the next week about how this is gonna go I like <sighs> I'm so freaking excited I I can't describe um so that would take me down a whole a whole nother tangent about phones and how much I'm starting to hate the bastards, but um getting old, man. Dude I'm a I'm two years from forty and I don't complain about it that much. <laughs> I do. I, man, I, I'm sorry, I I like doing stuff. I hate being on my phone. I really do. I hate it. I like do like I'm not even going to start going down that that tangent. Yeah, I'm not. But, um, so I changed my arena payout today. Very nice. So nice. Just, like, not caring. Because it doesn't matter. Everything's done. By the time I get home, everything is done. I'm I'm pretty excited. Um, Are you checking it before you go to bed so you don't cap your energy? Yeah, I'll I'll probably check it like right before I go to bed. Just spend all the energy that I have left. Yeah, that's about the it. only thing yeah. I would worry about is capping if you're getting done that early in the day. Yeah, but if exactly. you check it right before you bed, go to bed and use the energy, and then you're good. Oh, Rock says he's due in June. Very nice. Congratulations, sir. Congrats, buddy. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, no, I've got a freaking crazy year because when my dad eventually gets out of the hospital, which he's doing okay, we've had some setbacks, still in the hospital, still waiting to go rehab. I don't know when he's going to get to leave the hospital. I I don't know, man. Um, but he is getting better, so I haven't, I don't remember if I gave you guys an update. Uh, it's, we're making progress, um, but at some point he's going to be living here, so two 2021 is going to be freaking crazy around this house so um that that is why i'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it but um sure. uh, i'm serious other than that dude i have not done anything other than remod some characters i've started thinking about things more in a 3v3 perspective honestly um No, not entirely, but I do kind of want to mod characters to where they can be used a little bit better in 3v3. Uh, let's see. Nest. Nest I use with Beskar Mando and IG-11. That seems to be okay. Um, Malik, I'm thinking about taking Malik up to Relic 7. Um, because he's obviously amazing just a in beast. 3v3. Yeah, just total beast. Um, I've started remodding some characters. I'm starting to use Admiral Akbar more. If you watch our GAC stream, you'll see that I use Admiral Akbar, Chewie, and Han Solo. That was pretty fun squad. Uh, you know, I've just kind of started thinking about the way I mod some of my characters. I've been remodding some of them. Just to make them a little bit more efficient in general. And so that's 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 been pretty good uh other than that dude like i really did not do anything at all 
Yeah, there was not. Uh, it was it wasn't pretty uneventful week. Just a lot of gearing for me. Sounds like similar to you, just kind of going through the motions. Honestly, yeah, it's been super quiet without uh, without conquest. Super quiet without conquest, yeah. without a territory battle, and just territory wars. You know what I mean? Those are the weeks that it's just kind of cruise control. I miss conquest, dude. Right? I want it back. I want it back now. Yeah, me too. So. Yep. Um, one other. Well, you know what? We'll mention this in the next segment. <laughs> All right. Hey boys, it's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. Alright, so. Tonight I am drinking podcast favorite, Dark Horse. Um, Cabernet is very effing freaking delicious. I love it. Every time you drink Um, that, you turn into a Rambly, sloppy, drunk ass. <laughs> you get to, that is your, like your sloppy drink. <laughs> no, no, I do not agree. Well, I'm sorry. You, you and my wife are not allowed to agree. No, <laughs> not gonna happen. Well, um, she's a smart lady. <laughs> let's say. Um. Right, so I want to give a shout out to Chippa Chirperson, our good friend podcast listener and guildmate who sent us some very tasty shit which we will absolutely smash next week um it is the uh we call it the mangria um adam corolla has a beverage that he says he's a big fan of so i was gonna drink it tonight however gmp is his has not arrived yet, so we're gonna wait until next week. Next week, we're gonna drink the. We're gonna plow through that bottle when we do our mod streams. It's gonna be freaking fantastic. It's gonna be El Fiesta. It will be Grande <laughs> El Fiesta. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Cannot wait. Um, <laughs> which, uh, so yeah, hey, that'll be Randy Marsh. Gl- glad you start drinking the Dark Horse. It is very quality for the price. Hard to beat. I almost yes, it's going to be I, a drunk mod stream. I almost yeah. drank uh I almost drank sangria again this week, but I knew we were gonna drink it next week with the mangria. Um so I I just have Kirkland brand, Costco. If you're still if you're listening and you still haven't reached out, now's the perfect time. I'm telling yeah. you, everything Kirkland I drink. I'm drinking Kirkland lime hard seltzer, so just chilling, basically. That's, that's me tonight. I like it. I mean, I like it. Their seltzers. Really quick, the reason I like Kirkland stuff, it's cheap, and not 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 cheaply made, but cheap. Twenty four cans for fifteen bucks. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, so. I went to college for construction management. I'll be honest. I learned a little bit and 
I think college is a waste of money, but that's a whole whole nother discussion. One thing I did absolutely learn, do not call things cheap. They are <laughs> cost effective. Not cheap, but cost effective. I mean, I could go with that too. It's super cost effective to buy twenty four There we go. Twenty four for about six dollars less than you could with any other type. So I'll take Kirkland Seltzer all day long. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm drinking. What what are we for this week? What's the big? What's the big deal? Strong with us. This update is young Padawans. Oh yeah, the grande pinatas for the week are. Some kits for Hunter and Tech. Dude, okay, so I just like to throw this out there. I feel so dumb after last week's episode where I brought up the picture of the Bad Batch and tried to pick out who was who because holy sh- smokes, I picked, I was so wrong on every one of them, it seems like. I think I got Tech right and Hunter right, and the other three I got completely wrong. No, I might have got, uh, uh, what's his face? The bull, not bullseye, the one that can shoot really well. I probably got him right because he has the thing around his eye. But man, I screwed up that up bad. Echo, definitely not the one I thought it was. So yeah, I feel really dumb after that. But now I've I've seen, like I've seen. If you will check out the, there's now a Bad Batch spoilers channel in the Discord. Discord.me/slash/shatteredorder. You can go check that out. When Bad Batch comes out, we Great can all Discord. talk about it. It'll be a lot of fun, but I've been talking about the last season of Clone Wars. I watched all the episodes of The Bad Batch. I know now know everything currently there is to know about them, and it actually got me excited for these kits and the characters because that group is actually just so cool. And it made me excited for the show, too, because that was those were some fun episodes, so it's going to be fun. So getting to see Hunter and Tech's kits already, uh, assuming that Wrecker... And why can't I remember the other guy? Crosshair. Uh, so seeing Wrecker and Crosshair will be coming soon. It's going to be awesome. Um, I'd also like to just throw this out there real quick for everybody that listens and knows these characters. If you haven't picked up on it, it's very obvious that Hunter is Leonardo, Tech is Donatello, Wrecker is Michelangelo, and Crosshair is Raphael. It's like the complete exact dynamic of the Ninja Turtles. I don't know if anyone has ever noticed that. They are the Ninja Turtles. Okay, so that's a pretty good comparison. However, I have to give credit to Rock because this is pretty good. Uh, you, on your Echo guess, uh, was more like a bad match. Bad match, yeah. I'm like, that dude has gray hair. Echo's older than the other ones. That's gotta be a, No, that was crossing. Oh, that's fantastic. Whoops. Uh, yeah. We'll see. I'll be honest, I haven't read these kids at all, so we're about to go over Hunter and Tech. I read Hunters. I haven't read Techs. All right. So, why don't... I'll read Um, Hunters, since I've read it already, and then you can do Tech. How's that? Hell yeah, let's do it. All right, so we're going to start with Hunter, who's the leader of the Bad Batch. Um, He is a, obviously, light side. Categories, attacker, leader, Eh, Bad Batch... Clone Trooper he's and clone. Galactic Republic. So he's got a good uh, good mix of categories there. 
uh, that he can fit into. Obviously, his leader, his abilities are going to fit much better with Bad Batch and Clone Troopers. I don't even think really Galactic Republic comes up and his kit is all. It's just kind of one of those extra throne characters you can use if you have them, if you're a newer player, because it, sometimes it's hard to fill in a Galactic Republic team. I don't know how. There's 700 of them. But if you get the marquee character and you're newer, it can it can work. So anyways, he's a tactical leader of the Bad Batch who subtly destroys his enemies. Ooh, subtly. I like it. Yeah. Like a fucking... Ninja. Ninja's the word you're looking for. No, no. I was trying to think of like the shit on... Assassin. That's what I was looking for. Like Assassin's Creed. You know, you like fucking come up with a knife that comes out of your forearm and... Similar to a ninja. Stab somebody. Yeah, (laughs) like a ninja. All right, basic combat prowess. Final text. Deal physical damage to target enemy and inflict expose... For two turns. If target enemy Ooh. was debuffed, attack a second time. Okay. I like it. So I don't I don't mind that. Gotta, I like any basic abilities that can attack a second time. And, I dig it. And it's based on something pretty easy to have as well, right? De- uh, just if they have any debuff. So yeah. there's a, a fair, fair odds that he's going to attack twice almost every time. Plus adding expose on there. I love expose. Expose. Special one, shrouded approach, cooldown three. Clone trooper allies, not bad batch, clone trooper allies gain evasion up and stealth for two turns. Ooh. Then deal physical damage to all enemies. If Hunter was already stealth, all bad batch allies gain critical chance up and offense up for two turns. I like it a lot. So that's evasion up, stealth, crit chance, and offense up if they're all bad, if they're bad batch. Not to mention evasion up and stealth if they're just clone troopers. So at this point, you're you're starting to be able to fill in different characters, and it works out very well. By the way, subtle hint, subtle hint to anyone that's watched the Clone Wars cartoon. uh, He doesn't have any bad batch on his team in the GIF, but the two that are in the team with him, he's been in the show with. Rex and uh, Rex and Cody. So there you go. Very nice. Uh, one thing I do like the stealth. They always stealth. That's very rare. That's not something you see very much in this game. Uh, one character giving out so much stealth, and then also evasion up. Also another buff that's just not used a lot. Um, especially on characters that have some AOEs, like the clone troopers. I mean, you have clone. Is it Clone Sergeant? You have Echo. Yeah, hell, those might be the only two. And then this cat, but um, yeah, I like it. Well, here's the funny thing, and I'm going to read the full quote uh, once we finish this kit uh, to kind of give a discussion on kind of the thing we were hitting at with possibilities of what Bad Batch is leading to. But something that confused me the first time I read the kit is why in the world would you want to give everybody stealth up? If everybody's stealth, nobody's stealth, right? Because you can pick. no, that's not true at all. Well, it is in the fact that you you can pick whoever you want to attack if everyone's stealth. Yeah, but there are other massive advantages to being stealth. Other, I know of one. As far as stealth of the entire team goes, no, no counterattacks. Exactly. So if everyone's stealth. Nobody's counterattacking. So that's pretty awesome. It's huge, and it's something I didn't think about when I read the kit the first time. Yep. So now they're now you have a team that's good against uh counterattacking teams, possibly rebels, maybe. I don't know. Anyways, 
Special two, finish what we started. Cooldown of three. Inflict expose again on target enemy for two turns, which can't be evaded. Swap turn meter with target other clone trooper ally. Not bad batch, clone trooper ally. If they are bad batch, they ignore taunt and inflict stun for one turn on their target enemy during that turn. This stun can't be evaded. So you're inflicting exposed. It can be resisted. It can be resisted. can't be evaded. So basically, uh, you're inflicting exposed, then you're calling someone to attack that is popping that expose. Not to mention then stunning them if they're bad batch. So pretty awesome. It's interesting that says the stun can't be evaded. So they could... Technically, I guess, evade the damage, but not the stun. That's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, wouldn't that be an based, odd thing Just to based see? on the way they worded it, yeah. Um, I, turn meter swap, though, this is Thrawn-esque. There's not a whole lot of turn meter swapping in the game. Uh, there's a lot of turn meter gain or reduction, things like that. But I really like swapping turn meter. Like, Clone Sergeant with this will be pretty nasty with his turn meter reduction. I dig it. Yeah. You have some options. It's, it's it's pretty good. And then you got his leader, Billy. Un- interesting enough, he doesn't have a unique, which is rare for new characters. Um, but his leader ability is called A Different Path. Final text with a Zeta. And if you're keeping count at home, that's only one Zeta for Hunter. So you only have to have one Ooh. Zeta to unlock all his abilities. Um, final text for his leader ability. Bad Batch allies have plus 35% max health plus 35% max protection, and plus 50% potency. When Bad Batch allies use an ability while they have defense up, they deal true damage to all enemies. While Bad Batch allies have evasion up, they also have 50% crit avoidance. And then lastly, when using an ability against a target-locked enemy, Bad Batch allies can't be countered. When damaging an enemy with Expose, Bad Batch allies remove 50% turn meter from that enemy, doubled for droid and separatist enemies. Excludes raid boss and galactic legends, which can't be evaded or resisted. Jeez. There's a lot there. I mean, 100% turn meter reduction on droid and separatist. The target locked enemy stuff, like there's not a whole lot of target lock on regular characters i mean it's insanely rare um i like it yeah it's uh that one got kind of threw me off caught me off guard to the target lock one not to mention as far as well as the defense up right so when bed batch allies have an ability while they have defense up they deal true damage yep. to all enemies um he doesn't give out defense up so that is something where you're looking for that in another kit. Right. He does give out the evasion and up. That's, um, but he that's give awesome the with the the plus 50% crit avoidance when they have evasion up. So, I mean, it's effectively minus 50% critical chance on the entire enemy squad. So, yeah, that's that, that adds a lot of survivability, especially if you're, I mean, some of these teams that crit, all the time. I mean, it gets them back into normal territory. I like it. Well, imagine that stuff. evasion. You already have evasion up if you have that plus fifty percent crit avoidance. So you get you get avo- you get evaded. You're already mad. They don't evade, but you don't crit. You're also mad. So it's it's win win yeah. for sure. 
So I like the cool. kit. I like. I do too. Like pretty. It's it's not convoluted. It's uh, very simple. Um, the leader ability's Agreed. got a lot to it. Kind of plays into his other abilities. Um, that's probably the right. most. That's probably the most detailed of his uh, abilities, but. I can see how this is all going to start to work together with the way that a leader ability is pulling things. Um, going, we're not going to go over the whole developer insights, but uh, I just wanted to, I just wanted to pull this quote from the developer insights because it goes with what we were talking about earlier. Um, they said in the final line of the developer insights, providing stealth to your entire squad may not seem particularly useful, but it does prevent counterattacks. Stay tuned for the remaining Bad Batch kits. It may be more useful in the future. Ooh. So we're talking about no counters if everyone's stealth, but they're talking about with these kits coming up, possibly that the more people being stealth having a different effect that's even better. So I'm interested in that. Sounds interesting. And I haven't read Tech's Can't Kit. It might it be goes. in Tech's Kit. So, who knows? So, Tech has the unit name of Tech, as you may have guessed. He's, of course, Light Side. He is a support, Bad Batch, Clone Trooper, and Galactic Republic categories. He is a stealthy support character that gives translation. Hello. To other Clone Troopers and applies target lock to enemies. Target lock? What? Holy that shit. sounds familiar from Hunter's Kid. And translation? Holy hell. Dude, the translation thing um, when I read... Actually, I, I lied. I have read this kit because I remember now all the translations. I have so. not read this kit and I'm effing excited. Yeah. So C-3PO is the only one with translation. It is an amazing buff, I think. First stat gives you plus 30% health. Uh, second stat gives you plus 15% crit chance. And then the final one reduces cooldown by basic on... Or, yeah, reduces cooldowns cooldown. by one on basic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not sure how it will work on this character. So let's go ahead and dig into this first ability, which is his basic called Call the Shot. Final attack, steal special damage to target enemy and inflict target lock for two turns on target enemy and the healthiest enemy that didn't already have it. If target enemy was already target locked, attack again. I like it. It's interesting that both uh, both characters have some kind of debuff uh, specific um, attack second again. attack. His is specific yep. to target lock. Hunter's was only specific to having a debuff, but they are both two of them already can attack twice. Which yep. this is a basic. So if if we get into the uh, any of the other clone or bad batch clones calling in assists, yeah, there can be a lot of uh, a lot of damage going out. No doubt. Special one delicate operation. Cooldown of three. Final text. Tech and target other clone trooper ally recover 40% of their max health. Doubled if the target ally is bad batch. Gain stealth and potency up for two turns. And translation for three turns. If tech was already stealth, all other bad batch allies also gain translation for three turns. So, this is a situation where you would want the other cat, Hunter... To go before tech so that everyone is stealth. 
He goes and gives translation, which is plus 30% health to all allies. Very exciting. Yeah, there's a lot in there. But 80% heal is pretty big. No doubt. Um, All right, special two is called Brilliant Attack. Sorry, just one last thing. This might be part of that stealth thing they were talking about. Because if if tech is already stealth, all other bad batch allies gain translation for three turns. So if Hunter if Hunter stealthed him, um, he's going to give uh, translation to everyone. Because I don't think it works if he gains gains stealth on the turn he uses this. But if he that had it correct. before and he uses this, which he would get from right. Hunter, now you're getting translation. That's what I was again. saying. So it's pretty. Huge. That's why I was saying health or have Hunter be a little bit faster than tech. I think that, like, we're already getting a little bit about turn order setup, you know, just from two kits on how these characters are going to work. I'm just now, sorry, this is totally random. I'm looking at the the GIF or GIF, whatever you want to call it, of this GIF ability. Is... Well, it's whatever you want to call it. I don't care. I know you probably have strong opinions about it, but I don't. People say it whatever they want, but... What? I, I'm a. Aff- you think I would have strong opinions? I do. I am. You always offended. have strong opinions. The I do not have strong opinions. Oh, that is one thing I am very firm about. I do not have strong opinions. But whatever, <laughs> go ahead. Very nice. The in the picture, there's a little like hollow uh, screen that pops up in front of him, and yes. all the icons on it are all the buffs he gives. So that's kind of cool. Were you waiting is to it? watch it? <laughs> Wait, well, one I of them isn't, that, but two of them are. I don't know what the other one is. I don't know is, what the, yeah. like, human... It, oh, it looks like a little people thing, so I, it's probably, like... That's the stealth one, or isn't something. it? No, the stealth is a... Oh, that might be. I can't remember what the stealth one is. It might be the person. That might one. be... I, I think that is stealth. Yeah, because you got that. that you got the health really one, good call. the stealth one, you've got the potency, the potency, and then the translation. Yeah, no shit. So nice. Crazy. Good call. Very cool. I like that. That's pretty cool. Um, all right, his second special is called Brilliant Idea with a four-turn cooldown. Final text, dispel all debuffs from clone trooper allies, all bad batch allies, gain foresight, tenacity up, and stealth for two turns. Deal special damage to all enemies, inflict stun for one turn on enemies that are dazed or target locked. Um, this is pretty gnarly. Dispelling all debuffs, so it's a mass cleanse. Then you gain the foresight, tenacity up, and stealth. So this is another AOE stealth. The both of these characters do stealth to all characters, to all bad batch characters. Crazy. Then also special damage to all enemies and inflict stun on enemies that are dazed or target locked. So first special can do target lock to a couple characters. Second special can stun them. And, and here's the, the thing that that's days confusing. is in here. Yes, that's what I was about to say. We haven't seen days yet. We can kids. assume that more days is coming. The amount of debuffs and buffs in the two kits we've, no, just the two kits we've seen so very far, very buff heavy, super very crazy. buff heavy, buff and yeah. debuff. Like it's nuts. Yeah. His unique ability is called Clone Interpreter. Final text. This is the only ability that has Zeta. 
At the start of battle, Tech gains plus one speed for each clone trooper ally doubled for Bad Batch allies. If all allies are clone troopers, Tech gains stealth for one turn. Tech has plus 25% potency for each of his own stacks of translation. While Tech is active, clone trooper allies gain translation for three turns max of three stacks each time they use special ability. Translation cannot be copied. If the character already has translation, the duration for all current stacks of the character resets to three turns. If all allies can appear that can apply translation are defeated. All stacks of translation expire. Ooh, this is wordy. It's very wordy. Um, uh, it, it really wants you to be able to hit those target locks and stuns with the amount of potency that he's getting from. Yeah, this. basically. Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt. Um, one thing is interesting, the plus one speed for each clone trooper ally that will include himself. So he'll basically have plus five speed on full clone trooper team or plus 10 speed for a bad batch team. That's kind of an odd number. I'll be curious to see what the actual stats are on this guy because it's like a, adding it's like five a or 10 speed, speed is. <laughs> yeah. It's like just, one it's mod's not, bad speed secondary is what he gains in his It's unique. not real good. What, one thing I have noticed is w- they can. Well, kind of interesting that both characters that have translation actually get speed as a unique ability. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is a way to keep speed, like a speed set from increasing their speed more than they want it is by adding a little bit of their speed to unique abilities and stuff. So, um, True. very interesting. Which might actually be the case of why. You never know. So... That's true. Um, but so yeah, there's a lot going on here. I like it. Very cool. A, to see another character with target lock, and then B, another character with translation, both wrapped into one. I agree. It, it's no argument. So, bad watching the Bad Batch in the uh, final season of the Clone Wars, Tech is the guy that uh, translates. Thus, translation. So he's he's the one that's translating all the alien languages to the rest of the clones when they're on their missions. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. Actually, so I was like, I like you know what? That, that's pretty awesome. That you know they took that from the character in the show to make it actual part of his abilities. I like it. There, so far, I've really liked the way they've taken the characters from the cartoon and uh, applied it into the game. It's been very cool. I agree. So, I have no complaints. Um, next one we're getting is on the 15th. So we'll have one for... Well, we would have one for next week, but we'll save that for the week after, obviously, with the mod party. But the next one after that doesn't El come Fiesta. until May 4th. May 4th. The mod El Fiesta. Telling us the last one, which is kind of weird that they'd so wait till excited. May 4th since we are, we're all going to know who the last one is. Um, but who's the last one going to be Wrecker? Well, I mean, we all know it's either if Wrecker comes next week, then we all know that Crosshair is the last one. If Crosshair comes next week, then we'll all know that May 4th is Wrecker's kid. So it's confusing that they pushed it back till May 4th. It might not be though. Why is that? How many Bad Batch do we have? How many Bad Batch are there going to be? 
See, that's the other thing. I'm with you there. And this is what I was talking about where I was talking about where Bad Batch was leading to. Because everyone's like, okay, Bad Batch has four characters. Yeah, that, that we know of that are coming. Yes, we do know that there are four of them that are coming. We also know, you don't, but I'm telling you now, in the episodes in the Clone Wars where the Bad Batch was in, the entire time they were working with uh, Rex. As t- well, on top of that, in the first episode, they were working with Cody. So, if they were to have an event that needed the Bad Batch for the fifth character, which is Echo, who is a completely different version of Echo than the Echo we have in the game. Interesting. It might be some kind of situation where you had Bad Batch, Cody, and Rex as the ones you would need to get a legendary Echo or whatever type of Echo. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. And it, the fact that all both Hunter and Tech's pictures don't show Hunter with Tech or Tech with Hunter, but all of them, all of the gifts so far show Cody and Rex with uh, the new Bad Batch characters. So I do kind of hope that they find a way to bring Cody back into the game because right now he's worthless. Well, I don't think they'll bring him back for this squad, but the only reason, but you might have to gear him to get the fifth member, and I don't think that would really bring him back as far as usability. This is totally random and off topic, but Clone Clone Trooper Sergeant, Clone Sergeant, whatever they have his name is, is so good. He's incredibly underrated. 50% 50% turn mirror reduction? AoE? Mm-hmm. Nasty. I love it. <laughs> That's... Like, I want a, I want to find a team for that cat. And I'm really hoping that Bad Batch will allow me to take a couple of these characters and fit them together. Because I'm not going to be farming these guys hard. Unless... Well, if we don't get the new Echo, there will be a fifth slot every time. Which could be Cody or Clone Sergeant. So be nasty. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. I've always enjoyed Clone Sergeant under Padme. I know it's unconventional, but it's still good. Surprisingly. If you need if you have a good clone sergeant from the heroic AT and a not very so, good uh, Padme squad. Gear 11, I like gear clones. 12. I like Clone Sergeant with Shock T lead and a insanely fast Rex. Rex gives turn meter. Clone Sergeant taketh away. It's beautiful. Dripping is up a good point. Didn't one of the abilities say if all others are bad batch? I don't think so. I do believe it did. Did it? I'm trying to find which one. Um. Let me. I'm looking up if all. So it's not in Hunter's. Yes. Okay, so in Hunter's kit, it says his, his second special, finish what we started, three-turn cooldown. Inflict expose on target enemy for two turns, which can be evaded. Swap Termia with the other clone trooper ally. If... Oh, wait, no. No. That's only the one he swapped with. Um... 
I misread that. Yeah, see, time. the only if alls in text kit are if all allies are clone troopers and if all allies that can apply translation. And there's no if alls okay. in Hunter's kit. Right. In tech, it does say, though, all bad batch allies. There is all bad batch allies, but it's not if all bad batch allies. No. So his special says all Bad Batch allies gain foresight, tenacity up, and stealth for two turns. So interesting. Should be interesting. Well, well, we'll, we'll definitely uh, see once the other two kits come out if there's anything like that. If not, then I guess we don't have the basis to make yep. the assumption that the a new Echo is coming out. But uh, I have one question. So you've seen the show. Um, what do you like tech? Does he talk at all? Yeah. Well, he's the translator. So yes. (laughs) Oh, okay. So he would obviously have the best tech, which obviously tells me that if he has the best tech, he must be using blue microphones. Good point. Yeah. Uh, blue microphones. If you guys want to do a YouTube video, do some, I don't know. Zoom talking or whatever you want to do with people that you're not close to, like physically close to, but video chatting, whatever. I highly suggest Blue Microphones. Absolutely amazing products. The Yeti X or the Yeti in general is one of the most popular microphones that people use on YouTube. I I mean, I think if you just went and looked at popular YouTube videos, it would be the most common mic. It is I'm amazed at the number of like really popular YouTube videos that I actually see the Yeti on. It is an amazing mic. And they have the Yeti X, which is absolutely, absolutely kick-ass. You have the Sherpa software, which allows you to go in, change the equalizer. You can change all the settings on it. It is really amazing, the product that they have built with um, with the software. They, they really do go hand-in-hand. Hand. It is a spectacular piece of equipment. Good night, Punk and I, of course, use the Spark SL, which is a XLR-powered microphone. So if you are familiar with XLR, um, you know, it's not plug-and-play USB like the Yeti. If you get the Yeti, plug it in, USB port, boom, good to go. XLR mics, you do need, like, an interface or something to actually power them, Um I use my little Zoom recorder, which I got recently thanks to some tech issues on the uh, Fire Pit Podcast. Um, this has made things much less stressful because my computer kept just randomly stopping recordings, which was terribly annoying. Um, I highly suggest getting yourself uh, something good quality. The Yeti Nano is small and portable. Like they literally have every possible option you could imagine, whether it's big, small, great quality, great for music. Um, I've used the Yeti X to record the Soldier Female's harp, and it sounds freaking amazing, as you may be able to tell with some of the music that we occasionally play. I say as I'm literally looking for this. There it is. Um, Recorded recorded with a blue microphone true story GMP what do you think about your uh, very snazzy Spark SL over there well it's funny because you well I love my Spark first off I this microphone we've been using it since yeah, before the hundreds before the hundredth episode so 
We've been using it quite a long time. It's my favorite thing. I mean, it's just... It's got it attached to my desk via my compass, which is also blue. And Mm. it's just... It's... So, my office in my new house is the first door inside of my front door. And it's hilarious. Since I've moved into my new house, we've had to get new furniture, all kinds of new stuff. And I can't tell you how many... um, people will come through the front door and see the compass and the spark and just be in awe of such a nice setup. So it's, I've gotten a lot of comments on how nice very professional this microphone looking. and the, uh, in the compass look. I mean, I just love, I just love, I love their stuff, man. And I think one of the bigger moments that I remember seeing recently was, um, um, I think it was, God, what is his name? Paul McCartney from the Beatles? Was it Paul McCartney? Or maybe it was the dude from... Uh... Hell, I don't know. I think it was Paul McCartney uh, pulling out some of the, the even the bigger, higher-end blue microphones to record on. So, I mean, blue is nice. used by everyone, and it fits every budget. They're just such good products that doesn't matter if you're trying to play video games with your friends on discord or you're recording a album that's going to be listened to for a hundred years uh they just have good stuff so check them out blue what is the what is our uh our link there crew.bluemike.com slash so pod uh that is our affiliate link if you would like to get yourself a blue microphone we would love it if you would use that link but if you even if you don't if you go to Best Buy, Amazon, or whatever else, and buy one. Um, you know, highly recommended. Absolutely. It's all I would recommend, actually. Not just highly recommended. It's the only damn thing on the recommendation list. <laughs> um, Agreed. When you want to talk about recommendation list, I, I think we should talk about... I'll be honest. I don't know where this next segment's going to go. We'll see. <laughs> hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So, uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> Alrighty! What are we going to talk about, dude? Alright, so, um, based on something that you mentioned earlier, I just got, I got a few questions to ask, and, uh, just for a little bit of talk about PvP in this game. Um, okay. Grand Arena, Territory War, not so much Arena or Fleet Arena, but Grand Arena, Territory War, the big... Am I still hearing music? Oh, I'm still playing Heartland. Yeah, that... What the hell am I doing? I thought it would have stopped with the, the sounder that you played it, but it didn't. Yeah, I... Well, you you can, like, overlap things with my soundboard. Oh, okay. I play I'd things never, and then play other things on top of them. I was kind of surprised. Well, that's because user error. <laughs> nice. Idiot. Um, this guy. Beautiful. The So, first Not off, really. does your video play into any of my three questions? And if not, do you want to intro your video and play it? Um, okay. So, I'm going to swap these around and talk about Territory War first. Okay. Since we haven't talked about it in a while. So we'll start with my video. Right. Because 
this was something that I talked about recently, and it is, of course, I think we talked about last week. That is the Mon Mothma Squad versus GG. Um, I am surprised at how freaking well this works. Look, my Mon Mothma Squad is really damn good. I do have a pretty fast Bistan. I have pretty fast Hoth Rebel Scout. Pal, not fast. Karadum, pretty fast. Good for the Termir reduction. And then you have Mon Mothma. I, I really do. This team, it, it mows through General Grievous. It takes General Grievous apart bolt by bolt. It is insane. I'm... So, Zareth was the first person that I saw that actually did this. I actually... Honestly, didn't even watch the video. Uh, somebody told me about it, and it was one of his live streams with GAC, in which he used a Mamothma squad versus GG. And I was like, hey, not a bad idea. Um, I think he uses K2 and Cassian, which are very good options. The great thing about Mamothma is you have the stat sharing. So you can actually use insanely low geared characters, and they're still freaking badass with the team. Uh, like my Cassian, which is pathetic, actually works really well on the squad. So I beat a GG squad using Cassian before, but the video that you are probably seeing currently on the live stream, it of course is Mon Mothma, Hoth Rebel Scout, Kara Dune, Bistan, and Pow. I really didn't have any trouble at all. It was... What did, I mean... I was just going to ask, what gear is your scout? Relic 3. Okay. And he doesn't really need to be that high. Um, just because of all the stat sharing, he's squishy, but you're not really going to have an issue. And, you know, and on these stat sharing, like, I'll just talk about mods for a second. Whenever you have these characters that do all the stat sharing, so basically anybody on a, um, you know, on a Mon Mothma squad, you can, like, health and protection do get shared. But don't underestimate defense, especially on squishy characters like Hoth Rebel Scout. Defense is going to be huge because adding health or protection on him is going to add basically nil to the entire team. So stack defense that way all that health and protection that he's gaining from the stat sharing is being protected by a lot stronger defense than would be otherwise. Um, especially if you're using a team that doesn't really ignore defense, like a General Grievous team. Um, I know B1 does, but he's about the only one. Um, this is a really, really good squad. I am super impressed with the way it works. Uh, it's so easy to just freaking plow through. You can take uh, you can take B1 out in basically no time because of all the mass attacks. The only thing you have to be careful about, uh, I I kind of ignored B1. I took B2 out first because of the buff dispel. I want to keep my buffs. I want Bistan to keep Frenzy. I want him to be getting turn meter over and over and over. And it does. It works really well. This is, this is officially my new counter to General Grievous. Uh, I mean, I can get good banners with it in... In Grand Arena, which is crazy. I mean, I can probably get 57, 58 banners without much issue at all. Um, it's crazy. Uh, 
one thing about the team that I use, Cara Dune is a great character gear. You should gear her anyway because she's amazing. She has an AoE with massive turn mirror reduction. Fantastic. Uh, plus, awesome character in the show. Uh, Hoth Rebel Scout, insanely good basic. Arguably one of the best basics in the game. We've talked about it literally for years about how freaking good it is. Um, but he can be squishy. Stack him with defense and crit chance. Crit chance, speed, defense. It's what he needs. It's all he needs. Um, load him up with those. That way he can use a special turn around. Actually, if you don't load him up with crit chance, it's not that big of a deal if you're using team on offense because you just use his basic every time. And you don't really... You just, to hell with it. You don't even worry about it. Um, so he's pretty amazing. Pal, he gains a lot of term here. You have to have his Zeta. His Zeta is one of the most important aside from Mon Mothma. You just cannot operate the team without it. The offense up is obviously big. Well, I just got to throw My out best that the, the reason I asked about Scout is because I feel like to have Mon Mothma be an effective counter for almost anything... At this point, Hot the Rebel Scout is ridiculous. He's in because of the fact that yeah. there are every time someone does a turn, they call in people to assist, and his basic ability has the chance of twenty a forty percent chance to give everyone on the team twenty five percent turn meter. Every time someone takes a turn, insane. I mean, I'm, you watch this video, and these guys. I'm trying to think of how many turns people take compared to your turns. It's just ridiculous with the turn meter from Pow, <laughs> it's a, the turn it's meter ridiculous. from uh, Scout's Basic. That's yeah. what makes them just go vroom vroom. It's awesome. So, yeah. Well, and like my Pow's Gear 12. He, I think he's the only one Gear 12. Everyone else is pretty well geared and relic. My Caradoon's Relic 6. Um,. Bistan's relic five or six, so those two are pretty pretty well up there. But everyone else isn't. Um, they're the relic of their pow. This might honestly be what uh, I do when I've finished gearing for uh, Grandmaster I, uh, because I have. Can you can you go to the beginning of the video? Because I don't want people to think I'm bullshitting about the team that I fought against. The team that I fought against is pretty damn good. I mean, it's it's got some good relic levels. Is that the absolute best General Grievous squad ever? Well, everyone's no. relic and looks like um, above relic five, except for a gear twelve nuke. So I've already correct. started the video. I'm gonna so, watch how many turns they relic. Take. Okay, so it's relic seven general grievous, relic five B two, relic six B one. Relic six Magna Guard with a gear twelve newt. That's that's a pretty damn good squad. Was there ever a point in that video where you thought I might lose? No. Not at all. I was pretty much full health, full protection the whole time. And that's the great thing about Mon Mothma is you take so many turns. She gives turn mirror, she gives or sorry, not turn mirror, she gives protection, gives health. She recovers your team really well so that by the time you kill somebody, because everyone hits like freaking wet noodles being thrown at the wall, you have time to recover protection and health before Joel Grievous doesn't attack and does damage. So it's 
it, it is an absolutely badass counter. I love it. It is great having two teams that I am like it's Night Sisters and it's Mon Mothma. I mean, I don't know what else to do with those squads. Uh, like Mon Mothma, or sorry, not Mon Mothma. Night Sisters are graded against Joan Grievous Territory War, much less so in uh, Grand Arena because. You will not get better than 55 banners. It's not going to happen. And you're at risk of losing. Even with my insanely good DACA, I am more at risk at losing with my Night Sisters, which is generally pretty safe, than I am my Mon Mothma squad. Because there's so much recovery. There's no AoE days. I mean, that's the big thing you have to worry about. There's There might be a stun. She dispels on basic, so she attacks every turn. It's it's awesome. I, I, I really do. I love that team. I am amazed at how well that counter works. Right. It's so, so much I just fun. watched the video. Okay. They on, the other team only took five turns. And five turns the total. only reason that they took five turns is because Geno Gravis gains a hundred percent or a bonus turn anytime a droid dies. And there were three other droids on the team. So three turns of his were bonus turns just because someone died. And the other two turns were because their their turn meter or their speed was higher than you at the beginning of the battle. And they took two turns at the beginning of the battle. That's it. So the only reason that they took turns was because of abilities, not because of turn meter. Yeah. I mean, like I specifically and- watched it because I'm like, this team gains so much turn meter, there is no way this other team is taking turns. And it is true. They did not take another turn besides bonus turns from people dying and being faster at the beginning of the battle. Yep. And something else I really like about the squad is um, Watt doesn't really affect the way the squad works because um, the, the only tech that might affect things is the 5% five percent recovery heal each turn um but he's not gonna use that first so i mean you he might get two techs out if it's a super fast watt um but if you make either scout or bistan super fast you're probably gonna be fine because just about everyone on the squad should be faster than anyone on general grievous squad uh, pretty much fastest character you're going to find on General Reeves squad is either going to be Newt or B1. Should be B1. Um, He's the only other one besides General Grievous that took a turn in that match. It's crazy. Yeah, insane. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I mean, it, it is. I, I really do. I love, love that counter. It. I mean, I do have a lot of gear on it, but most of those characters are required for other things. I mean, well, not most. So, Hoth Rebel Scout and Bistan I took up because I wanted to. Caradoom was required for something. Mom Mothma required for something. Um, I I wouldn't hesitate about leaving Bistan and Hoth Rebel Scout at gear 12. I think it would be fine. You would need a tanky Mon Mothma to make sure they are protected. Uh, Cara Dune, you can make her pretty tanky. Mine, I have modded, you know, like with some potency and defense and health. 
Um, you could change her modding strategy to be way more health and protection based if you have squish characters everywhere else. Um, a sliced defense primary going to be very important on any squishy characters. But, dude, it's awesome. I really, really, really love that counter. I cannot describe to you how much I love that counter. Yeah, it's crazy good. I'm sold. And I'm almost, I'm like, I'm probably 90% positive that I, since I have Mothma and Caradun ready to go, that my next three gears after I'm ready for Jedi Master Luke Skywalker are going to be Biston, Scout, and Pow, which sounds crazy. Yeah. Crazy to say, but I, when Mon Mothma came out, I already loved this squad. I had 100% belief that Scout was just going to be ridiculous and it turns out that yep. that is 100% accurate so it is 100% accurate all, this has me wanting to take up uh pow actually um you said he's your only gear 12 on that squad he's my only gear 12 on that squad and i kind of wanted to take him up after all this just because i mean all the stat sharing i mean you know Yeah, I mean, he's going to add a lot more damage to the team, and he'd have more speed. I may consider it just, you, you know, as a fun experiment. Um, gotta have fun, man. You know, just to make that team you. more solid. Gotta have fun yeah. in this game. That's why I have a game guard. It. <laughs> well, so at some point, you gotta gear oh, yeah. Jerry. But no, no, we gotta... Next week, during the mod party, we should really throw together that uh, community challenge for Jerry. I'm going to put this in the notes. That way you do not forget to put it in yep, there. Yeah. Yep. Because I'm not going to gear Jerry for no reason. People got to um, give it. There will incentive. be a poll. <laughs> and you guys have to spend your Zeta points on Twitch. Exactly. Um, Dude, Drew, you say your scout's only gear eight. Maybe. Gear eight scout would be. Fine. I read. You know what's funny? I, as I sat GG as squad, I read that as dude, relic eight, and I'm like, relic eight scout, my dude. I I use the gear ten Cassian against one uh, against our general grievous squad a couple weeks ago. He never got close to dying, dude. Like the the stat sharing with Mon Mothma is absolutely ridiculous. It is. They had a lot of health. Uh, do not be afraid of adding squishy characters to a Mon Mothma squad. It is like it, it is seriously one of the best squads. If you have one or two of those characters relic, um, stack them up with a lot of health. That way you get those big fat bonuses. Mon Mothma load her up with health and protection. That way she shares it with everybody else, and then load them up with defense. Um, that that's kind of the proper way to set this team up, and you'll be good. Even if it's Hoth Rebel Scout, it's Gear Seven or Gear Eight or whatever. I think you can make this work. I honestly do. Like I said, I haven't tried it because like my gears are pretty good, but I I wasn't close to dying. Not even I wasn't close to losing anybody. You can do it with considerably less gear than I had and beat some insanely good General Grievous squads if you have, you know. A couple, just maybe two of these characters relic, if that. Um, the, the, there's a lot of potential with that Mob Mothma squad. I love it. For sure. 
All right. Then I'm going to lead this into our question. The question I have is more of a general question, just kind of a thought, your thoughts. Um, I thought you were going to mention the fact that the elephant is in the chat. The elephant in the room has entered the chat. So if you, uh, if you see him, say hello. Um, Territory Wars. Uh, I want to say not talked. We haven't not talked about Territory War in a very long time. Which brings up a question for me. What are your thoughts on the mode currently as it is currently in the game? It's okay. Like, this is no joke and I can receive all the crap in the world for it and I don't care. Before I joined today's Territory War, I skipped everyone Uh for a month and a half. And you know what? I felt good about it. I didn't care. I didn't miss it. Yes, I missed a lot of Zeta mats. Yes, I missed a lot of gear, whatever. But you know what I didn't miss? Free time in my life for a game mode that I don't like. So, I, dude, I'm. <laughs> it's and I didn't hurt my guild by joining and just setting a defense you. and not attacking. You know what I mean? So, dude, I freaking hear you, man. My thoughts on the game mode are this: I am never motivated to. I never feel bad about not joining. Because honestly, if I don't join, it actually helps our guild, right? The more people that don't join, the more top-heavy we become against other guilds, which is rude and hurtful for those other guilds, but it does benefit our guild. So um, sorry to those guys, but at this point, me not joining Territory War is not a hindrance, which is why it does not hurt my feelings when I don't join it. I hate that mode. I hate playing it. I think it's terrible. I know that it's so much <laughs> content for so many people out there. I just wish there was I just wish there was something to it more than it is. I don't know. I hate the mode. I I I don't hate it. It's fine. Um I don't love it. I I do play it mainly because it's something to do. It's not my favorite game mode. It's I, I tolerate it. It's fine. It's it, it, it's it's fine. It's, it's pretty. Old. It's it can be interesting. It's it's been around forever and it doesn't change much. I, I would like to see some diversity in there. Like I would like to see three v three or them changing the map or something. Like I do think that would be insanely beneficial, but they're not going to do it. No, I, I just feel like. It needs some kind of revamp. I don't know. It does. No, because I, I totally what, agree. When it was first introduced, didn't they have... Um, no, they did the thing... What was it? Remember when they had the weird territory wars for a while? That made it interesting. The Certain characters no, were pulled out. Um, they gave you incentive for using specific characters. I... If we were to go through the forums, we could find the old... Uh... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, where they had, like, buffs for... Like, First Order had Yes, buffs, they gave, like, then... buffs, like... St- kind of like Galactic Challenge and Conquest buffs to certain teams for certain territory wars. It made it interesting. It added... And then, so they do, like, one or two of those, and then the next ones would be normal, and then they go back to having different ones. I just want something yeah, that, like that back for the mode. That was fine. 
It, it added something different. And then the fact that they alternated it with normals so that the people that were just so upset about it had their normal modes. It, it, I don't know. I just wish they'd do something. I, I'll be honest. I, so I kind of think that's why they moved to the the new game mode. Uh, Conquest. So it's easier to tune something like Conquest than it is something like uh, Territory War. So with Territory War, you have all this wide variety of characters and, you know, just different ways that some of these characters could play out um, as far as, like, if you buff First Order to where they're usable. Well, at, say, the guilds around 300+. plus. Well, what happens at a hundred thousand? Like, I think they're just worried at how much it might throw things off, and I kind of think maybe that's why they went away from it. But I, I don't know. I just think there's so many TW purist guilds out there that when they started messing with it, they started messing with entire guilds' complete focus that made them not want to play, and they were like, "Oh, we can't do that." So. possible i don't know i don't know it's not a mode i care about territory war is not a mode i care uh, about right now not one i care about either but i still do it it's fun um i just did two battles with bounty hunters imperial troopers that was fun um I mean, if i remember to battle it's fun but i feel no incentive yeah. to remember to do those things in that mode so and when i don't i yeah. hurt my guild so why even bother joining because i'm more of a hindrance than anything, you know? So I don't know. That's totally fair. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about was 3v3 for Grand Arena. Um, I okay. Let's talk about the worst teams that you're facing in this version of Grand Arena. What are the ones that you see placed that you just absolutely hate? Um, well... It, we are talking strictly 3v3, to be very clear. Yes, 3v3. Correct? 3v3 Grand Arena. Okay. Defenses. I hate Ray. I hate every effing composition of Ray. They are horrible. She is... Her and Malik are the two most OP characters <laughs> that there are. It is insanely annoying, and I despise everything about it. You have uh, covered two of mine. Because Malik is one. That I absolutely despise. Most anything GL for me, since I only have one GL. And uh, crew that makes doesn't count, counter everything. So um, That's true. Counters a lot. Doesn't counter everything. So if they set a GL that's not crew on defense, even if it is crew, I have a hard time. Yep. And then the other thing is not crew. Uh, slicker. I'm kind of leading into my other one. Crew. I freaking hate crew. He's obnoxious. Now there are ways to get around Dude, him. Dude, I always set him on defense he is for a that reason. Tank in general, but he is a st- massive annoyance in 3v3. That dude can oh, take yeah. multiple teams to kill if you play it wrong. Because he will just yeah. sit there and laugh at you. Dude, your it's very easy to play that squad wrong, too. That's that's the crazy thing. Is like you need a very specific skill set um 
Hail Immunity uh, is one of the biggest ones. No, hold on. What is that movie um, with Liam Neeson? Uh, um, Hot Shots. No. Uh, where he has a very specific set of skills. Is that Come Liam on. Neeson? Who yes. am I thinking of? Who's in Hot Shots? I know what you're talking about. That was Taken. Taken. That's what it is. That is Liam Neeson, right? I'm not an idiot. Yeah, Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taken. Um, Who's the old guy in Hot Shots? I don't think I've ever seen Hot Shots. But oh, what? Um, what's Hot Shots? I've never seen Hot Shots. It's a parody of anyway. Top Gun. Uh, oh, it's so good. It. Anyway. Um, I also haven't seen Spaceballs. Yeah, so but whatever. Hot shots is um, Spaceballs. Shots fired. Hit me with your comments when you've re- heard this show. <laughs> uh, the hell was I talking about? How much I hate crew. Something. Oh, crew. Very specific set of skills. Yes. Um, you have to be very specific. Take him out. Um, like I have a pretty well-rounded roster at this point. Like things do get interesting. Like. I'm at 7.1 million GP. At at this point, it is really about efficiency. And so I do have options to kill crew. But I do set, like, I set tough defenses. So I keep all Galactic Legends on offense. That's generally my strategy. But for you guys listening on the podcast... I don't think I set a single character on defense that wasn't relict and relict pretty highly. Um, nope, I lied. Newt. I used Newt lead with a relic five Django and a relic six Dooku with some ridiculous mods. Um, Darth Revan Malik, CLS with backpack Chewy, Crew, uh, Shock T, RJT, uh, Night Sisters, GG. Padme, Mon Mothma, and Beskar Mando with um, Nest and IG-11. Like, that's what I said on defense. And they're all Relic. They all have really good mods. They're not, like, Relic 1. Like, most of them are Relic 4 or 5. Um, I try to set hard defenses because you're more likely to screw up against them you will lose banners, and that's basically what I play is the banner game. Um, go ahead, try to be more efficient than me. If what one thing I need to quit doing is undersizing in three v three because undersized basically has no benefit in in three v three. You're just trying to up those stats. It's entirely about that's Wink's I, that's Wink's thing. You you want to hear what my stats are? <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Bring them up. Hey, uh, let me just work okay. this out. All right, here we go. What do you got? What are your numbers? Here we like? go. And I'll compare them to mine, which are not good. And then you can feel All right, real good. My championship territories defeated. I'm at 728 territories defeated. 500 more than me. Good job. Okay. I am at 809 undersized squad battle wins. 600 more than me. I have yet to find anyone 
that has more undersized squad battle wins than me. 809. If you have more undersized squad battle wins than me, come out. We did me, this bro. before, Let right? And no one had them, right? As far as I remember. I, I don't recall anyone having more than me. I think there was one person that was pretty close that was within like 20 mm-hmm. or something, but I don't think I've found anyone that's actually has more undersized wins than me. Yeah, like, I don't remember anyone. That is really what makes it interesting to me, but 3v3, I need to quit doing that because the, the benefit's just not there. You're you're better off using a full squad to try to burn them down as quick as possible. Use someone who actually adds in, uh, you, you know, some protection recovery and that sort of stuff. Really beneficial. Um, so I, I've been trying to be better. Like it's, I just need to get that in my head. Be efficient. Use full squads in three v three, and you'll be fine. Um. I still don't like doing it. I hate it, but I do what I can. Um, so anyway, that's kind of where I'm at in GAC. It, it really is. It's it's about efficiency because I have three Galactic Legends all at Relic 7 or 8. And if somebody says something on defense, I can beat it. The only thing that would cause me trouble is if someone set four Galactic Legends. I think I could still clear, but it... It, it might be difficult. Um, yes, as Drew says, solo Galactic Legends in 3v3 are amazing. However, do not try Jedi Master Luke Skywalker versus Darth Revan, Basil, Sean, and Malik. I ended up with a very bad issue in which I could not heal and lost to Darth Malik. <laughs> Sad face. Unfortunate. Very. Um... So yeah, those those are all. I mean, those are all freaking terrible. The only other one that I think I really have issue with, because I totally agree on every all the ones that you mentioned. The only other one I would add into that mix is freaking that double fin squad with Poe. I hate that squad. God, I hate that squad. It's so annoying. You if you use the right team, it's easy. But if you're spread thin. If you don't have that squad, can absolutely smash your ass into the ground. It's insane. It just like a part of me wishes I had raid just so I could set that stupid ass fin squad on defense every single three v three. I uh, so I want to throw a new one into the ring. Okay, and it's from tonight. Oh yeah, Jedi yeah. Knight, Luke, Gas, and Hoda. It's Screw a good one. <laughs> that was rough, man. Everything I threw at it dude, that, just, just decimated in seconds. Dude, that was the fastest Hermit Yoda I have seen in a long yeah, That might have been one of the major contributing factors to that team being so ridiculous. But It was like 329 speed or something. I got something. it on the screen right now. I can good look luck. it up again. It was one plus, plus 149, 329 speed. <laughs> crazy screw that guy it is crazy <laughs> so like i have good mods all right L- let me go check my hermit yoda all right my hermit yoda is 294 yeah exactly this dude is went all in on his hermit yoda he knew about this squad yeah yeah he just like, knew it 
And there, I thought that that uh, that other squad was going to be the one that took me out. I should have used my freaking slicker against that one. Yeah, you should have. What did like, I use it against? Little, His little Relic 7, know. Darth Revan, Relic 7, Malak, Relic uh, 5, Bastila. No. Crazy. Absolutely insane. All right, second question. Any surprise defenses that have caught you off guard? Yeah, that <laughs> well, effing... Mon- my question I just said. Dude. That, <laughs> that's the one. Yes. You jeopardied that one. Uh, Answer before the question. question. Um, For me, as that Mob Mothma squad, if you watched the stream last week, that was kind of surprising that the Hoth Rebel Scout and Caradoon actually did as well as they did. I I mean, I used a stupid squad, like, in retrospect, like, mm, idiot for using General Grievous, but Wampa Wampa smashed. (laughs) Um so had I used that, it would have been fine. But that's a, actually a really good squad. If you have a fast Caradoon with a fast Hoth Rebel Scout with Mon Mothma, that's actually a pretty good squad in 3v3. The reason that Wedge and Biggs are so good is because Wedge gives gets the 100% turn meter so often, it can make that squad terribly effing annoying. But the Hoth Rebel Scout Mon Mothma, if you have the right mods, I think might be the better squad. It's just far less likely that people have that team you know, modded to be competent. No. All right. Last question of the episode. Here we go. Any surprise defenses you've set that have worked? So my best Garmando, IG-11, and That was the one I thought of for you. It's been pretty good. It's been really good. Hasn't been perfect, but it's been pretty damn good. And I said it in that front territory so that you have to beat it before you can figure out what's in back. So that eliminates the opportunity for somebody to use a Galactic Legend because I could have a Galactic Legend in the back if somebody is, you know, kind of thinking about this, you know, like that. Um, So you're going to have to go OP. You're probably going to burn a really good squad doing it. And you're probably not going to get good banners. Um that that is that that's a squad that I really really do like, and another one. Although I beat it easily, uh, just now in the Grand Arena stream, dude. The mall with Sith Marauder and Sidious. uh and Darth Sidious. I, I really like that idea. Uh, I used. Vader, Thrawn, and Piet. That's obviously going to be insanely OP for that squad. Uh, So I was able to daze and just basically plow through it. But they did stop some banners. Marauder can be pretty dangerous. You have this team that evades that can gain turn meter. You have Marauder gaining turn meter. You have Sidious landing the buffs gaining turn meter. Like, I can see where if you spread yourself too thin in the beginning to get to that squad, that squad in back could absolutely eat your lunch. I kind of dig it. All right, so I have um, one for sure. And it's only because it got me two defenses in the first round. And that is my... uh, Beskar, or not Beskar Mando, Mandalorian, Grief Karga, Gamgard. 
Ridiculous. Okay. My Grief Garga is gear 10. Interesting. My Mandalorian is gear 12. And my uh, my Gamgard is Relic 2. I Somehow like that team has got two defense in this GAC in 3v3. That's that's pretty good. So I don't know what it is. They just see Gamgard and take something really weak in there or something. I can't think that any good team is losing to this, but is it's been it's gotten me defenses, so Dude, I have dude, I literally don't even remember what Gamgard's kit is. Um his basic does two damage over times. His special is a taunt with a retribution. So every time he gets hit, he counters and adds dots. And his second special uh, is a damage with an expose. Very simple. I just took mine to level 85, putting some Zetas on him. I wish he had those three Zetas from that one picture of Darth Revan that was actually Gamgard. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah nice but that's the one that's the one team for me that i've set that's actually done well and uh the only other one um i can think of gosh and i had it in my mind while you were talking but now it's completely and utterly gone oh it's the same one that's always done it for me in 5v5 and that's old republic and karth Karth, oh, yeah. Mission, and Zalbar. People... Yeah, I can see it. In my bracket, whoever I'm fighting always seems to uh, misunderstand the squad because Zalbar and Mission mm-hmm. with the Karth lead are just out of control. And Zalbar is super hard to kill, constantly taunting... Dude, he can be really annoying in so many squads. Well, there's reason that he's always that like massive, like you better kill this dude tank with Vandor Chewbacca under Akira lead, and I can't remember who the other two are in five v five, right? That one squad that just everybody hates. Yep. So that's yep. my other one is Old Republic with Zalbar Mission and Karth. Those two squads aren't very well geared for me, but somehow. People just decide to take in either under-geared squads or squads at the same gear and get thrashed and then decide on the next attack to take in a good one. I don't know, but those are working for me. So, um, One other one I'll mention that has actually been fairly good for me. So my crew squad... My my crew's insanely good. Like, that's always one of my... Like, I always set that team on defense. If you face me in Grand Arena, you will see my crew on defense. Mm-hmm. Just heads up. Um, And still, good luck. Like, some people do one-shot it, sure. But, man, it gets me a lot of defense. It is awesome. I do love it. But another one that gets me a lot of defense is RJT. With who? Um... It, well, in 5v5, I always put 3PO with RJT, BB-8, R2, and Veteran Han. And people really underestimate what that squad can do in the opening turn. You have all that extra turn meter on those droids. Veteran Han on that AoE ability block. That squad and can stun. freaking plow. <laughs> Ooh, it's nasty. Uh, but I've been setting RJT with BB-8 and Veteran Han on defense, and it's been 
pretty good. It's got several defense. Um, you know, BB-8 is pretty fast. You need a, either a fast BBA or fast RJT. Mm-hmm. One of those two. Uh, if you get one of those, like you only need a turn or two, and you start gaining a turn meter. Yeah, and as soon as you get that turn meter, can train go south it pretty quick. RJT, it's yeah. You best watch out, man. Nasty. Good stuff. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us for t- episode 241. Um, let me just roll through this stuff real quick. If you uh, want to hang out with us during the week before we get to the podcast, if you want to hang out with us before we get to the mod party next week, kind of talk about some of the things we might be going mod over, party. some of the things we should get ready yeah. for, all those types of things, go to discord.me slash shattered order. You can join the discord there and hang out with us there all week, as well as our awesome community shout out to everybody in our discord who is always there talking talking to new people that join the discord and making them feel welcome and answering questions we just have a really good group of people in our discord so go check that out uh you can join us on twitch if you listen to this podcast come check out the twitch sometime if nothing next week is the best time to come check out twitch because it's going to be very oh, yeah. visually oriented we're going to do our very best to make sure that the audio podcast gets everything that they need out of it like they always do but there is going to be a lot of video with next week's episode so it's the best time to come check us out on twitch every week more than likely it will be at 8 p.m pacific time i know that's late on the east coast but i'm telling you you can already show up buzzed if you're on the east coast and just have a good time so Come check us out, twitch.tv slash shattered order. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash shattered order. That is where we uh, post when we go live. We post all kinds of just different uh, things throughout the week there uh, about our gaming and about uh, just anything in general. Um, you can support this show by on Twitch using a sub to support the podcast. If you are a a Amazon Prime user, you get a free Twitch Prime sub. If you're not using it on us, Ooh, use it on yeah. someone. You get it for free, and it. you can support any creator you want on Twitch, and we would be honored if it was us. As well, patreon.com slash chattered order is a place that you can go directly to support this show. We have many different options as far as pledges to help the show from very little to a lot. Whatever you decide you want to do, we appreciate every little bit, and it all helps. Um, if you didn't know, yep. we have merch, bonfire.com slash store slash Shattered Order. That's where you can buy the Shattered Order logo shirt, Hell the Easy yeah. 60 shirt, the Do You Even Mod Bro shirt, and hopefully soon the Squish in the Back shirt. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, and yeah, oh, so yeah. That, that pretty much does it for us. And Wink, you got anything else? Any closing thoughts for the people? I, I don't uh, get... I mean, other than get your game ready for episode 242. Uh, it's going to be one you're going to need headphones and going to be listening. And it, it's going to be follow along, dude. It's going to be awesome. I'm pretty I excited. I am completely... Tell in. your friends. Like, even people that don't enjoy the podcast, like if you're not a podcast listener or whatever... Like tell everybody about episode two forty two. Come hang out uh, because we are we're we're gonna go in depth. You know what? I might not even drink next week. We may save the drinking for the following podcast and let episode two forty three be complete and total debauchery. 
and like really focus down and nail out some solid freaking damn good information episode 242 um it's gonna be good come hang out bring all your friends sounds good i will have a lot to work to do on my account before next week (laughs) we'll see what happens and during yes absolutely all right everybody thanks for hanging out and we will catch you next week for episode 242 until then you all have a great week and we will see you then later